That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. All right, welcome back to Bat Force Radio, a Batman slash DC podcast with no limits, giving it to you straight. We got the main body wave for the Suicide Squad review with the main body of the Bat Force. Um, who do we got in the building? <laughs> that was Robo Bitch doing the trunk impression. <laughs> Jason Statham sitting in on this round. <laughs> uh, Bat Force, Tom. I almost said Bat Fan forever. Holy shit. Oh, throwbacks. Bringing it back. Wrestling. Nice. Uh, ODB. <laughs> <laughs> Batman villains. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. You know the squad. <laughs> We're missing a Wes. If anyone out there has seen one, um, we'd like him back, please. For life. We should post <laughs> yeah. a milk curtain with him on. <laughs> Have you seen this boy? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Reward last five scene, Last scene pin, un, pinned under a 90-pound uh, uh, Red Hood Prime One Studio statue. <laughs> Holding Dragon Ball Z figure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's playing Pokemon Go somewhere out in the hills of West Virginia somewhere. So. Oh, y'all got the good ones out there. Oh, shit. <laughs> got a diggity. Got a diggity them all. You got the Pokemon. I named this one Diggity. I named this one Diggity 2. I named this one Diggity Diggity. I named this one Diggity Square. Two of Suicide Squad. Enough time to reflect. Let me tell you, tonight everyone's um, watched up, and uh, I guess we'll open the open the gates with um, stuff we didn't like. So uh, wait, first let's give it a. Should we give it each our rating for it? But we all give it out of ten. Probably put it on Front Street that I think um, it could be said that everyone enjoyed it more than they didn't. Correct? Yes, I enjoyed yeah, yeah, it. Too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's none of us that say, "Oh, it sucked completely." No, even even Gramps, I think he did. Last talking yeah. to him on Wave One, I was like, "Damn, he liked it more than I thought he." I didn't think Gramps was gonna like it that much for some reason. I don't what know. What did you, uh, What did you guys all rate it? With one bonus point for the effort <laughs> the actors put in, I gave it a seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. So. First cut, six out of ten. I'm I'm hopeful for the extended cut that'll bring it up. <laughs> he wants that Joker imposter. <laughs> Joker imposter making nine out of ten. <clears throat> which, we'll go which, into it more, but definitely. Yes. I, I give it a seven. I think the Joker cut can make it an eight. Nice. Mm-hmm. Where's Trunkler at? What you got? <laughs> um No um, <laughs> that that was an authentic <laughs> I gotta say I gotta give it a six out of ten. Um I'm like what LPC was saying. I'm hoping that the director's cut will bring up that score. Um, I'd like to see it a second time, but eh, we'll get into it later on. But mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you there, Trunkler. I, got, I gave it a six out of ten as well. It's a strong six. Mm. Rich, what'd you say? Seven. There you go. I gave it six out of ten variant covers. Wow. <laughs> Dude, we're like we're pretty. You on... know what though? This is probably the most enjoyable six out of ten movie I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> just. Just Definitely. To put it out there. Um, well, <clears throat> it was kind of a fun summer movie, if hmm. you want to yeah. label yeah. it under that. Yeah, popcorn, popcorn summer blockbuster. Yeah. Somebody asked me today, should they go see it and stuff, and I said, 
yeah, you should go see it, but pay for the matinee price. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead, put it. I'm surprised that um, the uh, average person that I talk to who doesn't have much stake in any of um, the characters or Batman or DC or anything like that, they're coming out with probably the same score that we are. Like they're saying, I, they, they, I, I liked it. I was entertained. It wasn't perfect, but I liked it. I was like, oh, everybody's kind of saying the same thing. A bit more fun, you know. It, mm. it, yeah. It's it's got that. Actually, my um my my wife who she's only she's barely heard of Harley Quinn. She knows Batman. She knows Joker. She's, she's barely Batman. legal. Nah, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, well, my wife, my <laughs> wife cooks, cleans, does laundry. There we go. Shit. I just don't have her to mow lawn yet. No, but um, (laughs) does she read comics? No, but uh, no, she does not. She she really enjoyed it. Um, She probably said it'd be an eight out of ten. She liked the she said comedy. um, You know, had action. So she really enjoyed it as a non-comic reader who doesn't know any background of these characters except for Batman and the Joker. Mm -hmm. Um, She's she's the audience that they're hoping to reel in. Mm And that's good. Well, she that's, she, that's she definitely thing. enjoyed it. Yeah. And she yeah. said you, she said you uh, she could not compare Leto Joker to Ledger or Nicholson. No, it, they're all different. They're completely yeah. different. Yeah. Also because the Leto Joker, I mean the Nicholson and Ledger, there was a whole movie mm-hmm. with them involved in it. Suicide Squad, there were a lot of parts with the Joker in it, but it wasn't centered around him well he he was he was in the trailers more than he was in the movie well, you, you um, saw more footage of him from trailers than yeah, was in the movie yeah. talia made a good point on wave one she said that this is the first joker that genuinely scared her scott you uh you bring up your wife and then you bring up the scare factor too there my wife um also not a huge like a uh, fangirl or anything like that and uh, she did not enjoy Batman vs Superman. I love Batman vs Superman. She does not like it, but she loved Suicide Squad. She said she gave it a nine yeah. out of ten. Nine out of ten. See, that's and I she, think that's good though, man, yeah. for DC and Warner Brothers to you know get yeah. this new demographic in. That's really big. It's and it, it's I think it like what Graham said. It touched in. It touched on what I think was missing um, for the general audience to get from Batman Superman, the, you know, it's fun. It's summer, you know, it's a summer blockbuster basically. But, um, <clears throat> I think anybody else have anybody that they went with or friends that like don't care about, you know, comics or whatever that, that were pleasantly surprised. I was my with buddy. the Grumpler. <laughs> uh, and he liked my it, right? Buddy, he he liked don't it, know yeah. shit, but he, he loved it. There you go. Sam, my fiance, she has no knowledge and she was like, oh, you know, I liked it. It was entertaining. Yeah. I well, think, where, where do you guys think it, it went off because everyone, you know, none of us are giving it an eight or a nine. Where Dude, does everyone honest, think it went uh, off? Th- Third act. Yeah, I'd say I, right around, right around the bar scene. Dude, it goes flat. Yes. And it fucking just uh, seriously, it like hits a wall and it just yeah. don't recover I, at all. I thought Crap, right, said after, it, um, right you, after the kilo went down. Exactly. Right then. That's when Pretty it, much. That's when, that was when, that's the, movie when the movie went down. Yeah, the, the, the hero was the movie. <laughs> that scene is so good too. So good. Oh my god! It's so like I said, but it's so comic book. Like she's like dangling off the rope. Yeah. Trying to save her. The fucking bombs. It's it's like yeah. the animated series, man. Yeah. I was loving that shit. Well, dude, um, that that right there is a scene that I know for a fact is cut because mm-hmm. when that goes down. Joker comes out of it, his face is burnt. Right. That's yeah. not in the movie. 
Mm. Yeah. You know, right. That whole end game look that everyone talked about, you know, that we saw in the trailer where the, yeah, the side of his face was burned. Mm. And you could tell, like, I, I was expecting him to walk in in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. the end. Third act, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then never happened. So, yeah, so the, so the pacing. Well, I just think a lot of the best scenes were shown in the trailers. You know, there's one thing that I read today that this Reddit, someone on Reddit put together. It's 22 scenes that he said were cut out of it. <laughs> yeah, they listed them. 22. <laughs> it's I think crazy. someone's suing uh, it, it, the studio for that. For false, and false I swear, oh, dude, shit. I'll post it and kick for you guys. Every single one of them makes sense yeah. in about half of them are in trailers. Yeah. yeah. They, they, I, I, uh, I think I read that same article that basically is the one that kind of plugs things. off nerds out there. <laughs> yeah. I think I read that same article, Rich, where it plugs everything back in, the stuff that was cut out. And, mm. and you know what? When the movie was over, I was like, you know what? That, that's a good movie. But it, if I felt like when I was leaving, it's an incomplete movie. Mm-hmm. That's um, where it fell off for me. It was the cutting room floor because there was so much stuff that I feel like would have enhanced the movie that just didn't make it. There's there's a whole <laughs> characterization of the Joker that we didn't get that I feel like there's a Joker in there that would be fucking awesome. I know it's in there. Yep. Like there, I could I could see it. I could reach for it. And he mm. just didn't give his he just didn't get his chance to kind of you know spread his legs out. No. And I know I know the performance would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, definitely. That was kind of why, along with um, the third act, some of the stuff with some of the characters, especially the uh, Leto's performance with the Joker, it just I don't know. I, like you said, Tommy, he didn't get a chance to actually develop the whole you know show us everything about the character. There are parts of it that I really lo- liked, but there are parts that I just I just couldn't stand, like, even something as simple as the smile. I never really, even when he smiled, it never took me as, that's the Joker smile. Dude, I really liked him. And seeing him with Harley, every scene with Harley gave me chills, dude. Mm. I was like, that is fucking amazing. That, when he introduced her, it was like, the infamous Harley Quinn. And she's, like, doing the gun thing with the bat and then puts her head up. Her crazy dancing. This dynamic is insane. Yeah. My favorite scene with Joker was when he they captured the uh, the guard in the casino and took him in mm. and had him sit down and then the Joker came out and you didn't know if the Joker was going to kill him or kiss him mm. and mm. that to me showed you know the what Talia was talking about she she was scared because you, you don't know what he's going to do next and that to me was captured yeah. the essence of Joker. Yeah. In that scene, yeah. the tension that he builds up when he comes in and he puts his hand out for that to kiss of the ring, there's like oh, that, that was cool. That, the mm-hmm. tension that builds up and then he kisses it and there's a split second where he just keeps staring at him and then he drops down and goes, I can tell he meant that. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I, watching that, up. I felt that that was Im- improvised. I really do because the guy like yeah. didn't know what to do. Mm. I really think that was improvised. I gotta say that actor, uh, the guard, Ike Barinholtz, the, he's hilarious. I yeah. fucking love him, dude. I've always loved him and everything he's ever done. He was on Mad TV for a bit. He's a stand-up comedian. I love that guy. I mean, Leto was definitely a... I mean, this Joker was definitely more scarier, I felt, uh, more creepy. And the way that he, for example, with Harley Quinn and Dr. Harley and Quinzel, the way that he would walk around her or you know, the way he was around other people, it was almost like... Um, like a shark or like a predator walking around its prey, you know, I mean, 
that was the I mean the vibe that I got and yeah and he not was sizing her up the whole time you know it was like oh, yeah. what can I turn her into because he mm. knew he knew that she was a very intelligent woman she was a doctor uh, you know doctor psycho psychology or psychiatry and he knew that there's no way I can I can just convert this person to be a a bad person I'm gonna have to torture her and that's really what he did I mean he he broke her down. Physically with the, you know, the shocker things. And then he also gave her the shocker. Her. Yeah, he gave her the shocker. <laughs> totally. And then he had the Deleted tester see like, you know, <laughs> live for me, you know. You know what I like that you guys talked about the first round was, I think Talia brought it up, that she, he uses her as a, um, as a possession. possession. But I almost want to, I almost like when, when you guys were talking about that, I was like, hell yeah, spot on. He uses her as a possession. But I almost want to say he uses her as a weapon. Yeah, like you're saying, definitely. Gramps. Like she's smart, she's cunning, and then even uh, Amanda Waller says that she's crazier than him and she's more fearless than him. So I I see her as like a loose cannon that he knows he's got that he can point in any direction. She went she went even to the Batman the animated series and really good reference where she said that uh the the Joker first expressed interest or love for her when she tried to kill him. You know, like when she tried to shoot him and the the thing yeah. came out and like rat tat tat or whatever, bang. And mm-hmm. that's when you could see him something turn in his head where he actually starts to adore her because she's a weapon. She snapped. Mm-hmm. She's crazy. Well, she's I mean, really you mean even in the, the deleted scene they never put in there for the movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, like in the um in that club scene with uh, who is that? Common. Yeah. yeah. He brings her in and he's like, you know, she's all yours, you know, and like basically, kinda, I expect honestly, I expected. Joker to want no beef. kill Common. Common? He looked you like ex- a, he wait. shit himself when he Trump, said yeah. that. You expected Harley to kill him? <clears throat> no, well, no, I expected I expected Leto to kill him, to be honest with you. You know what I, I um, Well, that's when I, that guy got really scared because he's like, dude, yeah. dude I don't know what to expect. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to mess with this, man. When Joker, he's your girl, man. He's your girl. When Joker called her over, and then you see Common take a quick shot of something like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we, I think we talked a little bit about we all have some problems with the story and the pacing. They edited the shit out of the Joker. I think that the first 20 minutes of the movie that were like very fast-paced montage-like was actually probably originally like an hour. All those montage yeah. sequence scenes are fully yeah. flushed-out scenes that they chopped up. For whatever reason, somebody at Warner Brothers, somebody somewhere was like, Either it's too long or it's too graphic or it's not fun enough. We have to cut this down. So that happened. So that that's kind of bullshit. But uh, did anybody have any problems with any of the cast or like some of the acting or anything like that? Anything piss you guys off about I, any of that? Any of I wasn't a fan of Enchantress. I thought oh. I don't think that chick can act worth a shit. And honestly, I I didn't like El Diablo either. El El Diablo. Oh man, um, I love Diablo. Okay, I like. I, I think. I think. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I, 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 want, I, I want. Forget. Forget the Joker cut of the movie. I want the Slipknot cut. Dude, like an extra thirty seconds. I was of. hoping he was gonna get his own movie, man. I'm a little Dude. bummed about that. Yeah. I think, <laughs> we we need to get that guy on. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. I say one flawless thing about the movie was Harley Quinn. I say second flawless thing was El Diablo's entire fucking arc, or not El Diablo, Slipknot's whole arc. 
<laughs> yeah, that was pretty neat. <laughs> From the punch in the face out of the car to getting blown up. I like Captain Boomerang convinces him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Boomerang, I, I wish there was more. I wish he did. And I wish he was in the movie more. I mean, dude, you know, uh, he, did, honestly, for me, he almost stole something. He almost stole a lot of that as parts of that movie. Scenes. Hey, His little pink you unicorn. Know, you know, yeah. the, like, the, the little vision parts that enchantress shows mm-hmm. you know at the end i was hoping that it would show him just around beer i was hoping it'd show him with a mountain of pink unicorns yeah just <laughs> so good dude i think some i can't remember who but also first round someone mentioned that um that Will Smith spotlight when he jumps in the cars and he's shooting everything down, which is badass, by the way. I gotta say that was cool yeah. when he's mowing down all the all the on the Enchantress goons. I do think yeah. that was a wasted opportunity to make it like a team shot where they're all mowing dudes down at the same time, yeah. like Captain Boomerang tossing out his boomerangs and you know. Tom Hardy was originally <laughs> supposed to be Rick Flag, yeah, and he signed off because they were making it too much of a Will Smith movie. So oh, I heard absolutely. it was. I heard it was also uh, scheduling. Yeah, I heard that he, he yeah, wanted to. Um, I think I don't know if it that was. That would crazy if he would have been in this movie though. Like wow. he would have brought a more what, serious though, grounded dude, tone. Um, I I really like Joe Kidman as Rick Flag. He nailed that role. I love I, that I actor. America. America. I love yeah. that actor. He, the, he actually looks like a really good buddy of mine that I grew. I went to high school with, and the entire time they showed him, I kept on thinking of my buddy. Like, holy fuck, he he looked. Yeah, sorry. He made it. He looks just like a friend, but he made it. Um, yeah, but I gotta, I gotta do with Rich. I mean, the the actress who played was it Doctor June? Doctor June Moon. It, I didn't really like her acting, but I mean, the actual Enchantress character, I thought was pretty badass. The only, another flaw of that was towards the third act when Enchantress kind of transformed or to the Scorpion King. Yeah. yeah, I like Dude, that's what I thought. That's uh, what I thought. I'm like, this feels like the Scorpion what, King. What with a Rock. wasted opportunity. Man. That's yeah, where it I got away from me. I liked Enchantress until she got her heart back, and then it just turned into a big boss, like in a video oh, game. Yeah, I, was, I, yeah. I, I liked her in her creepy Enchantress. Like, yeah, but, uh, yeah, that was yeah. Cool. I like that. I, I wish they could have. That was cool enough for me when she's fighting as that version of Enchantress and she's beating the shit out of everybody like that. Very cool. That's cool. I loved it. I didn't really need the. Um, you know the the crazy the boss battle. Huh? Yeah, I, didn't, I think if they would have just kept her the way she was, you know, through the majority of the film and just beating the shit out of people that way, it would have been perfect. But, yeah, she uh, she was really cool in that first scene when she transforms in that in that boardroom. Yeah, and she yeah. puts her hand off Love the guy's that. shoulder and she's like, "Don't that touch me, sweet. please, yeah. don't touch me." <laughs> Love that. Yeah. That seems that well, seems beautiful. That was another reason why I gave it a six out of ten. Was I just didn't really like the whole fact that Enchantress was the the, the bad guy, the, the, yeah, the the main villain. Yeah, and that was a big gripe. Was Everyone, a, big gripe. a lot of people are saying that. Yeah, I mean, even I, though that it should have been Jason Todd, Trump, Jason <laughs> Todd. Man. Well, it, it should have been. Is, um, it should have been her brother. That's who it should. Yeah, been. you know, I, I, that, that's a good point. I would have, I would have, wouldn't mind that. Well, see, yeah, there's I actually like it was um, something out of those mummy movies with fucking Brandon Fraser, whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, it did feel like it felt, it felt kind of mummy, kind of Scorpion it, King. It didn't fit the tone of. You know, street level brawling Gotham rogue well, kind of movie. You know, it just kind of flipped um, it a little. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what uh, issue it was, but back when Suicide Suicide Squad the comic first came out back in Gammy. the eighties, um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a storyline I forgot. Like it was called like Nightshade or 
Night Stalker, where it was about Enchantress's brother. Mm. Uh, I think his name was um, Incubus or something, but Drop he was... Some was like, yeah, that's who he was. He, was. he, was. he, was. he a good, He has a good song. <laughs> he actually was the villain, and he tried getting his sister, Enchantress, to join him, and they were trying to bring their father back, who would rule the world. But and a baby trunk, I like that. Did, did any <laughs> of you feel like this movie should have been rated R because I really think if they, have. If no, they added they a bunch of other stuff they didn't show Slipknot's head getting blown up really like they did it <laughs> no, but they did I show a headless that. body I was thinking was like, like they... well like Harley calls when and the bar scene when they're all decided okay fuck it let's just go and she calls them come on pussies her saying that a couple times yeah how many times can you say pussies in a movie without it being rated R I love when she called Will Smith a pussy that was the best Call, yeah she says like two times two or three times I just want to throw out there uh, that I'm so glad that the Alex Ross Jester scene did not leak on the trailers because that's oh, a, dude, me too. That surprise in the movie, yeah. the whole movie Loved theater it, yeah. was like, <gasps> Yes, yes, know, I, was just like, yeah. <laughs> I was happy that a couple of things like were surprises. Um, well, we'll get to that to the good stuff when we get to the good yeah, stuff, but candy, um, candy okay, so uh, so so casting kind of I personally. I like Cara Delevingne. I don't know why. I have a thing for her. I think she's really hot for some reason. I don't know why. Like, and I thought she's really hot. Yes, she's I think a she's really she's like a model, right? Or yeah, she's, yeah. Hard. yeah, she's really for me. She's like really hot as Enchantress, like regular Enchantress. And then when she comes Big Boss Man Enchantress, it's like ah, oh, it's not the one I want. But anyways, um, and, th- and I heard uh, Big Geek talk about this too, and I know certain people like El Diablo, but. I don't know if it's because so like, I don't know if it's because I'm Hispanic. I don't know if it's because <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Kids. I don't know if it's because I work with kids who are this are, are baby versions of, of little gangsters. But and don't get me wrong, I love the movie and I don't mind it because I can get past it. This is the most stereotypical film as far as like race and race stereotypes. Dude, like, insanely like, super stereotypical. stereotypical. Yeah. And especially <laughs> El Diablo, like. To me, sometimes like the scenes that he was like the backstory stuff, it was like this guy is just a fucking stupid cholo. He's <laughs> <laughs> such a stupid dude. cholo, dude. I love the story, man. That uh, it, Adrian turns to his wife in the movie that she's looking at. He's like, I know they're going there. Yeah, he's going full <laughs> bat. He's going yeah, full yeah. bat though. I know. No, <laughs> he's straight cholo, dude. Like and and not like smart cholo, like. Oh, yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong; it didn't ruin the movie for me any 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 way at all. And I think it's because I carry some of I carry some of my own baggage in there to the movie, and that's what kind of it touches on, which I get. But also, Killer Croc. Oh know? my! Hey, oh. I was asking, bro. Dude, or at the or at the end when he says B E T. I guess they're going for the Azarello Killer Croc then, huh? Yeah, because that's kind of that was that Killer Croc. He's kind of like street level. Enforcer, um, I'll tell kind of that's like the well, balance apparently type. he's a, a like a black swimmer guy, like, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly, I mean, I, I just, I just, I just wish he didn't crawl down the stairs when he went into the water there. I mean, with the trailers, I wasn't sure how I was gonna feel with a killer croc that seemed like he'd be about the same height as everybody, but watching the movie, I did get the vibe that he was at least a little bigger. You know, I mean, because in the con- in the comics, they always portray Killer Croc being, you know, seven foot, eight, you know, uh, much taller than uh, like Batman or any of the other rogues. I hope they but, um, I hope they improve I, that character within size. Aside from aside from his, you know, accent and uh, <laughs> accent. and a couple of Swag. things, I thought he looked good though. His face makeup, 
yeah. like yeah. giant watermelon head makeup. Like he's he's got a gigantic head. And I thank God they didn't do like it's prosthetics. It's all makeup and prosthetics and no CGI on him, which I think looks badass. Oh yeah, definitely. I thought it was so cool it was, when he goes up to the guy who's it flagging or someone goes, uh, "You're not scared" or something ain't, like that. Ain't you scared? <laughs> that was kind of cool. But uh, and when he slams Enchantress, comes out and just bang. I was like, yeah, no, he beats cool. some ass. He yeah. beats ass mm-hmm. in the in the street scene when they're fighting the dudes. Yeah, he he gets his in. He does. He gets... Um, how how what were your guys' thoughts on the um, the actress who played Amanda Waller? Oh, she's amazing. She's great. Viola Davis. I, amazing. Yeah, what is I it? Viola Davis. Yeah, yeah, Viola Davis. She's dude, perfect. Probably one of the best I things in the movie. Great. Yeah, yeah, she was perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like savage as fuck. That, that part where she, that part where she just offs her own crew. Yep. Oh, <laughs> all, dude, all her I did not expect before, it. Uh, it was, it was enough to that. forgive. It was enough to forgive the Will Smith line of "That's gangster." Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I agreed with it. I was like, "No, he's right. He's pretty gangster. He's pretty gangster." Yeah, I agree with what Rich was saying. I wasn't expecting that, but then after it happened, thinking about it, it's like that's she would have done that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> considering all the yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so we, I think we pretty much nailed everything we didn't like, right? Yeah, we beat it the fuck up. Yeah, we did. <laughs> really? That's that was like, that was pretty nice. We were, twenty-five we were, minutes of we shitting were, on the movie. Last episode, we were fucking nasty, man. We <laughs> well, I mean, cast. What did you? I was so surprised at how much I liked Will Smith. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Same. I Actually, liked him, but I think there was too much story around him. Well, he's the star. You know, he's. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Top villain. They, you know, that's another thing that they, that's another thing that they uh, didn't, they, they didn't tell you in the trailers is I don't think you, I don't think we knew going in how much of the star that he was until you see the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they didn't tell you in the trailers that this is a Deadshot movie. No, but I thought it was fucking great. I thought it, dude, like, I love that. I'm telling you, I'm going to get a Deadshot figure. I'm going to get that Mayfax Deadshot figure now just because I love Ooh. this. The, uh, the, oh, his opening scene when he's first introduced, just when he's standing there. When it says Deadshot and it flashes his name and he's just perched on a building like that, fucking badass. Yeah, I like that yeah. scene. It's badass. That opening scene, oh, I, mm-hmm. so cool, man. I, I can't believe how much I liked him. I like, I was, I was like, wow, I, I really, really like. <laughs> I Deadshot. love when they, when they're like, let's see what you can do, and he just fucking just drills <laughs> everything in that. Yeah. Those America. That, that was a good fucking scene. That, yeah. that was cool. Yeah. And I really liked that they managed to incorporate a bullet ricochet. Yeah. Oh, but, Just oh, a, 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 a classic Deadshot move, mm. ricocheting a bullet Trick off shot. to hit a target. You know, th- yeah. That field test scene was so good that I didn't even mind that cringeworthy, y'all jokers must be crazy line. It actually, uh, it was okay after that. <laughs> y'all yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, sh- they showed a lot of the cheesy lines in the trailers, but they didn't show you how they all kind of fit context, and work. Yeah, they all fit. Yeah. You know, he he convinced me, dude. Will Smith convinced me that he can be Deadshot and he can be Deadshot in that universe with his story. Yeah, he, I, he he was not near as jiggy as I expected him to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, you know what? The suit design, the suit design was excellent too. Yeah. I really like that suit yeah. design. At and, first, I wasn't sure how I was gonna feel about that. I didn't know if that was gonna be like a white motorcycle helmet from the trailers. You know, because they never showed him take it on or off. It was either on or off, but um. I, 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 I didn't mind it. I mean, I, I would have liked to have seen him with it. Yeah, I liked him more with it on. I mean, I, he looked cool he, with it he on. He only put it on, what, once? Twice, I think. Or twice, twice maybe. Like, twice. yeah, at, at was, that opening scene when he uh, made his escape. 
and then he put it on and Harley called him a pussy. Yeah. It was, uh. yeah, it was much cooler on. It was that was a really great match. Um, yeah. what about that fucking scene in the alley with Batman when he comes oh, down? Keaton. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. I didn't I, I was not expecting uh, the, the the Batman shots that we got. Yeah. And of course, you know, from the trailer that shows him chasing them and I didn't expect to see Dude. that much. I yeah. only expected Batman chasing Joker and Harley. That's all I yeah. thought we were gonna get. Then when the I saw it, king, yeah. When he swooped down, it was like, oh, <laughs> like Jesus Christ! <laughs> Crap! He said, he said it the first round too. When he uh, says, when he says, it's over, Deadshot, and mm-hmm. that is Kevin Conroy, and comic book Batman, like. Yeah. Mm. monologue verbatim like, I I felt like I was reading a comic book or watching the animated series when I saw that mm-hmm. oh and, and Kevin Smith made a good point too where Batman pulls out the handcuffs for him which the is really cuffs. comic book yeah. as well yeah the back cuffs yeah. was I don't want to do this in front of your daughter by the way for anyone interested the Hot Toys Deadshot figure comes with the rebreather mask and the ha- handcuffs for Batman so you know if you two for one because it's like an exclusive piece yeah. we can get to get you to buy the batman of course <laughs> Dude, that was, that was you buy the exactly the fucking batman yeah Enjoy. that was a heavy scene though man with his daughter hopping out in front of him before he's about to take a shot yeah so not yeah. to do it that was, yeah, that was did heavy. you see how nosy little bitch batman you saw batman behind his daughter like just standing yes! there like i love fucking, that imperious that's yeah insane. he was just standing fucking there all bad ass man yeah no. Look at Leah standing there looking like Jason Voorhees. I keep, <laughs> I keep thinking how uh, it kind of reminds me a little of the Batman Begins suit, but then I'm like, but it's Batfleck. This is a whole new level of Batman. You know, yeah. Just... Uh, it was just, I, it, I love that that didn't get spoiled either. Like, I didn't know, I don't think anyone knew that he was going to hop down like that with that shot, have that interaction. Nope. Actually, you know what Will Smith said in an interview that there was a scene with uh, Batman and him, but he did, but, but he didn't. No, you know, kids don't read today; yeah. they just watch trailers, so that's why nobody knew about. He didn't it read into it. Mean, he didn't get into it too big. At least he didn't say specifically anything was going on. But yeah. um, what else was awesome uh, Will about Smith this? did talk about uh, this when uh, when Ben Affleck showed up on the set, like when the he said the Batmobile came around the corner and he started uh, fanboying out. And, mm. Yeah. And then. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Batman gets out of it. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, he, he, <laughs> Tom Hardy said the same thing. By the way, when they were doing the Dark Knight Rises, he said uh, when he first saw Bale on set with the suit, he was like, "Oh my god, that's Batman!" Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess everyone—it's got to be disarming to see that in person, man. You probably like, especially if yeah. you if you've loved Batman since you were a little kid, and you see that like walking towards you, you're like, "Oh my god!" That's, yeah, that must I mean, I get my ass kicked by Batman. Fuck yeah! <laughs> that's what I felt like when when he when he swoops down like that and you see him for the first time, I felt like it brought me right back to like, Oh God, like, see, I don't know. Like I felt like a little kid. Well, speaking of cameos and this is only what, uh, 10 seconds. This guy, this guy was in, but when they were showing the captain boomerang, how he got arrested, how he got busted. So good, dude. And I love the fact that they basically put a nod to, yep. He's a, he's a flash rogue. And, uh, and that the nobody even knew that Flash was in the movie. The yes. guy that played Boomerang right. said that he didn't know until they watched the cast watched the final cut of the film. Well, who did he think Flash, was going to catch And then he you? said, <laughs> and then he said, "Oh, of course, that's what was happening." That's amazing. Because I guess they weren't both there, you know, shooting the scene. Jai Courtney said that it was a surprise to him. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good, dude. Z- Zack Snyder filmed that part. Oh, is that what well. it is? 
I heard about that. Yeah. So he that's the that's the scene he got to, to film. Yeah, they said that Snyder did film. That's, that. cool. that's the same outfit, right? It looked it looks, like, it looks it. like it, but does the helmet look a little different to you guys? Slightly, the earpiece yeah, look a little pushed. The helmet in, looked a bit but, different, but who gives a shit? It looked. Love God, that it was shit. so good. That was amazing. Now back to the uh, the Batman Gamics. cameos. Cameos, dude. Uh, the whole part <laughs> in the water with Harley. Dude, oh I yeah, myself. Oh, the best. Fucking yeah. hilarious. When, 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 uh, when Batman swim down there and gets to the car, and of course Joker's gone. You see Harley went through the windshield. She's yeah. laying on the hood, and I, dude, I was not expecting as Batman was reaching for. I was not expecting her to just look up with a knife and try and stab try to him. Slash oh, that's that was so sweet. It's classic so Harley. Awesome. Dude, her yeah. her face. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that's Harley yep. Quinn. That is Harley Quinn. Dude, okay, so there you go. Margot punches Robbie. punches her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Perfection. Yeah. Yep. Fucking nailed it. She nailed every not, not single not bit one of complaint. it. Not from from the mannerism to the way she walked, talked, spoke. Not one complaint. Everything was like, on she point. fucking nailed it. I was like, well, she could have had an accent the entire movie instead of the second Heck half. Yeah. There Heck we go. It was yeah. Lauren Brocko to Eileen Sorkin a Spectrum, guys. Come on. But, um, she did a great job. Um, I yeah. honestly, from the trailers, I wasn't sure. <laughs> it showed her, um, fighting those, uh, the Enchantress's army, the goons, or whatever you want to call them. The goons. I was hoping. They were not going to show her, have her be like, you know, a a master fighting, you know, martial art. I was hoping they weren't going to do that, and, and they didn't. And um, I just she was still able to kick ass. They had all uh, these people with all these badass weapons, and then here she is with a bat. And a gun, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think yeah. she fought too much in that scene, right? Right before Will Smith hops on the car and just mows down everybody. I think they saw her, like, taking swings, but... Nothing major. And she was like dodging stuff too. She was dip, it. dive, dodging, diving, and dodging. Um, <laughs> okay, who who squealed? Who squealed like a little girl when you saw the Alex Ross uh, Tango with Evil nod when the with her theater. and Joker, dude? The whole theater. I yeah. lost my shit. I no one knew that was coming. It wasn't leaked. It wasn't talked about. I mean, I think they even did a cover up because Margot Robbie said. We did a test. We did test shots with it, but we didn't use it. Mm. Oh my yeah. god! Amazing. Well, like I said, in, like I said in part one, I really think that that was part of one of the reshoots that they went back and put because so many people were complaining about you know her regular costume, and I really think that that was put in for the fans. Well, I appreciate it, and I say thank you, Mister Air. <laughs> but I will say I'm not sure if. An entire movie with her in the Jester outfit would have really fit. Well, that, well, that yeah, you know, Alex you Ross know. one's not practical. You're going to overheat, you know. It's, it's You're going to get fl- dehydrated. That one's too really. floppy. If they were to do the Tim one, shorten up the collar and the earpieces and everything, and make the, the fabric more, I don't know, a little more flat and not so much fabric-y, I think it, it would work as like a bank robbing. Yeah, I would think it would, it would work really cool if uh, she were to come in in a bank robbery, you got the the panda, you got the other guys. Oh god, that'd be amazing! And the guy so wearing the like Batman the mask, and you got rules. yeah, that panda's mm-hmm. awesome. And then you got her in her jester costume. That that would do work perfect. Doing like flips and somersaults. Yeah, and dude. Shit. Really cool. Yeah, just yeah. I was just gonna say, just have her cartwheel into the room. What's really cool, and I just recently noticed this, was her nightclub dress 
has the diamonds on it in the pattern. Yeah. I didn't even realize that before. That's pretty cool. Oh wow! Yeah. I loved when I you love that when you first Hot Toys. Yeah, when you first see her in the uh, in the scene in the jail scene when uh, with Ike Barinholtz coming up, he goes, "Got to stay off these bars," and he goes, "I'm so, bored. Oh. Play with me." I was like, "That's fucking so <laughs> awesome." She likes the bars. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That that alone made the movie for me. The fact that she nailed it like that, I was like, "All right, I'm I'm good." You know, yeah. just you could. You could big willy style the rest of the shit. I don't give a fuck. Just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Seeing, I'm sure. Her. I'm sure everyone saw the John Ostrander uh, Easter egg there on the building. Yeah, mm. yeah, yep. building. that was cool. Mm. I think seeing her nail all the Harley parts um, also kind of like made me yearn for more more Joker. You know, their dynamics. Amazing. Yeah, and it's just uh, really good. I really wanted to see that interview scene play out. You know, mm-hmm. I think when he when he's like, dude, I love the fact that he shaved his eyebrows because you can't see any emotion on his face because of that. It takes away so much emotion expression on his face because he's got no eyebrows. Point. It's pretty, pretty cool to see that. So it makes it more creepy. My favorite yeah. Joker scene is the one where, um, when yeah, when, when Ike Barinholtz is sitting down and he comes over in the, in the nightclub and he sits on his lap. And, you know, that's I, I, it just it's like, fuck, man, there's I wish dude. I wish we could just get the rest of that. You know, I, I liked Pretty much all the scenes with him, dude. When he is shooting the fucking gun, yeah. <laughs> hey, fucking hey, can I can I ask you guys? I saw it coming right when the helo started getting near them. Did anyone else see? It? Did anyone not, else not think in, like not until um, Clint Eastwood's kid goes? They're not responding or something like that. He says something yeah. like, right, right, yeah. Bef- yeah, right before that is like, oh shit, who's in there? I was like, that has to be the joke. So awesome. And then he just starts laying wait. Oh, I love that, dude. So let's get into that a little bit with with the with that theory about how he was cut out so much to where he was supposed to be popping out in the third act because the chopper explodes, it goes down, and then in the trailers you see he's got a half burned face, which uh, in that article that Rich was talking about mentions how he's supposed to pop out in the third act while they're fighting Enchantress. Yeah. And he's almost kind of like screwing up their plot as he's doing that. And then, as everyone knows, Enchantress kind of starts going around the room and giving everybody kind of like uh, an image of their fantasy. And Chris, what did you mention as far as like how that makes sense as far as that hot toy collectible that we saw over at San Diego Comic-Con? Ever since you posted photos of that imposter Joker, everybody's been talking about that one look and... You mentioned on one podcast that he asked the rep and she's like, she just smirked like she can't mention anything. So I was looking for the whole movie. But at the end, she starts giving dream sequences to everybody like Deadshot. It's like I shot the bat and so on and so forth. And Diablo's still with his family. But I was thinking that Joker, what would he be thinking in his dream life? He would become the Batman who he's obsessed with. So I was thinking that that would be what leads to the hot toys joker dresses batman towards the end there that is an awesome theory i yeah. love that theory chris gets a raise he gets a raise <laughs> it makes so much sense it makes so much sense because that that yeah. scene he comes joker pops in and then you see he's got burnt the half burnt face and then at one point before he leaves he tosses a grenade and says bye bye right and so i think you're right like he's showing everybody He's showing everybody their their fantasy, which is they don't want to be there. They don't want to have anything to do with what's going on in the moment. And they show Joker's fantasy. And the motherfucker's so crazy, he wants to become Batman or he wants to be like the joke of Batman. Batman's a joke. So he wants to, mm-hmm. you know, he wants to be the embodiment of the joke that is Batman. And again, yeah, Hot Toys never makes anything that doesn't come from some form of source material, whether it be comics, movies, or books. 
Or, I'm sorry, games, and, video games. You know what? <laughs> and I sure hope Hot Toys makes that SWAT team Joker because uh, I'll Dude, definitely hop on top of that When I first <laughs> was watching, I was like, please make that. <laughs> it's a dude, dude gr- grumbler turns to me and i turn to him like at the same time with like hot toys <laughs> it's his joker on his dude just if vest. i mean just if you could lift the mask and just see his face i want it i don't agree <laughs> i was thinking that it was kind of like where gramps series comes from he's like oh the joker always knows who batman really is that's how he got in the Batcave in uh, dawn of justice and marked up the robin suit but it wasn't until me and Rob were talking about it. I was thinking about it. I'm like, dude, that makes perfect sense for his dream sequence at the end. Yeah, but you know yeah, what? Yeah. I, I think it's worth mentioning, too. Like, people are like, oh, because I saw something today. Like, who do you prefer, Leto or Ledger? And it's like, you can't fucking compare them, man. Like, they mm-hmm. had Nicholson and yeah. Ledger had full movies versus mm-hmm. yeah. the inkling we had of Leto. And you can't even measure body count fairly in this movie for Jared yeah, Leto's Joker, that's, too. That's even, if, even, if you, even if it was a full fleshed out Leto Joker... The the take is so much different than both of those. I think you can't compare. True. You can't even compare Ledger to Nicholson because they're completely different Jokers. Yep. I think this one would have been the same had we seen him. You would. I think we already know. Like this Leto Joker. As much as people hate the image and the look of it, it's the most. It, from what we see, it's the most accurate, or it's the one that's giving the most nods to the comics. You know. It definitely plays. And, and this 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 Leto Joker has endless potential because one, this Joker has a Harley Quinn. Two, this Joker's gonna have several movies, and three, this Joker's also gonna be working amongst other rogues as well. So it's uh. Well, you hope he has other movies because I know. Wait, Jared Leto. Was well, shit, man. I think he's pissed off. I think he's he pissed. is pissed off, but I mean, I'm sure he's on contract because you can't just sign up for a role like this without being committed to. The, the studio, that, right? that that's why I said before, like the first cut, six out of ten. When they release the Smilex cut later on. <laughs> I'm all that's gonna bump it up a couple notches, dude. It the has Ace to. Chemicals cut. Yep. <laughs> um, what'd you guys think of Ace Chemical scene? That was cool. That was yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's uh, it's the new Fifty Two Harley, but you know, it's cool. It's not. I don't, I don't mind it too much because it, it really <laughs> adds to Dini's original origin. So it's not like they're changing it, but adding a little something. You don't take anything away from it. I Gramps made a good point about it being symbolic for a baptism, which I thought was really cool as well. You know, his um. I think there there's two things that when I was when I came out of this movie that I kind of thought about. And the first is if you if you have if you have an absolute hold or a love or an affinity or if you have an idea of these characters that you're not willing to give up then it's you're not going to like this movie. Yes, and, that's very and well. The thing is you're right. The, the way I can, the only way I can compare it to that, there's the only way that makes sense to me is, if you take the Bible, or if you take the Quran, or if you take some holy text, right, that people worship as fact, or that people worship as this is the ultimate. Like you can't go against this. This is, I, I I follow this literally, not contextually. I follow this text literally. You know, I believe in a literal interpretation of the Bible. If you try to make a movie, or if you try to make anything that is different than that, people are gonna fucking revolt. Because they 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 plan their lives around a literal translation of that. So well, Scott Scott Snyder was talking about that at the panel years ago, and he was like, "Oh, someone said online, 
oh, if you give the Joker an origin or change it, I'm going to punch you in the face at a con or something <laughs> like that. It's like they, 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 yeah, they become fanatics. Yeah, it's, and they, right. they have this understanding that they believe is it's theirs and it's no one else is allowed to touch this and they can't change it or Dude, else it's not the real thing. And it's like, you know, cosplayers I, are like that with yeah. Joker and Harley and it's annoying as shit. You're not entitled to that fucking character. It's, I get it. It's I not get, your yeah. character. Mm. I, get, yeah, I, I always say that too. I'm like, look, man, you know, you can't enjoy things if you can hold on to shit like that. They change shit all the time. That's what editorial does. If you, your continuity lives within you, and if you always know that and know where these characters come from, that's good. And just educate people that you interact with in the future. Like for example, people try to say that Poison Ivy, you know, comes from Gotham. Not necessarily. Poison Ivy comes from Seattle, but she transfers over to Gotham. Well, so <clears> it's like that's where she originally comes. But I know that, and I'm not pissed off if someone says she comes from Gotham. But if I interact with people, I'm like, hey, this is actually in in her original story. This is where she's from. So with, with people complaining about the characters, the characterization of different characters, as far as the appearance, like this Joker and Harley, how a lot of people uh, really reacted badly. The same thing is said about the voices. Uh, people complained as soon as we saw the first footage of her that she wasn't uh, doing the Harley voice from the animated series and from and from the games. But the actors are not hired. To do impressions, it's the same reason why Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger and Jared Leto have not done Mark Hamill impressions mm-hmm. while they their roles. You know, you well, you can't complain about uh, a, a real life like a live action actor not trying to sound like a voice actor from an animated series. That's that's it's what they said to Hamill job. too. Don't try and be like Nicholson. Don't even think about him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What if they took Batman? Because let's just face it. I mean. Throughout the movies of Batman, he's pretty much been the same. You know, I mean, uh, the the same kind of character, if you will. Um, what if they would have changed something about Batman himself, like made him um, Shoot dra- different, kill, like how Leto <laughs> uh, Leto is taking a different interpretation of the Joker because you know if you uh, Nicholson. Looked like he came straight out of the out of the comics, pretty much. I mean, uh, well, that's what I, I think. They've so, already changed Batman enough in a live action film. They gave him like an all black suit, you know. Yeah. And and in like uh, the the Nolan trilogy, you know, an all black suit, tactical. but it was like tactical, you know, armor and stuff like that, which you know borrowed the, from Lucius Fox. Yeah. Please return. And, yeah, but I mean, clean, they were, that's not much of a drastic as like Leto, who has silver teeth, who's got tattoos on his face. Oh, you know, dude, no. You know, he's walking out with gold chains hanging down to his belly button. Yeah, but you the 89 suit, the 89 suit is nothing like what it was in any any comic before or any show before. The 89 suit was a complete departure from what Batman looked like. But and I, I, think, I get, can't... they stayed true enough that you knew looking at that, that that's Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's and why I, and I see your that. point, Scott. Is if they took, you know, if they took Batman and they took away the cape, or they, you know, made it where he looked more animalistic than actually a man, people would lose their shit. I, yeah, what I think, I think one of the reasons, like, now that I look at the Joker specifically with all the shit on his face and, you know, the outfits and stuff, <laughs> the thing that I knew the whole time was I don't give, I don't care what he's wearing, I don't care what he's got tattooed. If I'm convinced by the performance, I'm going to like it. And I saw enough of Jared Leto, and I saw enough to show me that I, f- I forgot, dude. I 
I, for, I I didn't see tattoos or earrings or whatever for most of the movie. I just saw his laugh, his smile, his antics, the way he's kind of like, you know, like moving around people. That's what stood out to me. Well, the thing, think, that's, the thing that stood out to me was like, this seems like a Joker that's more materialistic than, than previous versions. Even though, you know, Jack Nicholson had, uh, you know, the crazy clothes and all the little gadgets and stuff like that. This Joker seemed like he... He wanted to, you know, express that he's the man, in a way, yeah. you know. Almost like um, uh, the way uh, Bermejo did Joker about, you know, he was more, you know, he wanted the money. Jack Frost's wife, he he was that version was more materialistic. Hush returns. It's uh, they're like standing. I forgot if they're standing on a building or something, but Hush is talking to Joker about like including him in his plot, and the Joker beats the shit out of Hush. And then he's like, "This is," and he goes, "Ask anybody. This is my town." Oh, and and it's kind of like the portrayal of of Leto, where he's like a kind of gangster kingpin, and he runs, you know, he runs Gotham, or he, at least he believes that he runs Gotham. Do you think when Amanda Waller's you think, best quote is like, "They became the king and queen of Gotham City, and God help anyone who disrespected the queen." <laughs> That was, I thought that was badass. Hey, Tom, do you yeah. think uh, in Return of Hush, do you think Wes cried when Joker beat up Hush because he loves him so much? <laughs> oh, diggity, diggity, home. Oh. Did anyone oh, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. like Katana or was she just there? Yeah. Yeah, dude, she was so mm. fucking shoehorned. She was, in, she was right? there. I mean, I didn't. She was like, I have an extra character. I, I, I wish they would have shown that part from the trailer where you, all, she, you actually saw a soul. Go into her sword. <laughs> if I had, if oh, I stacked up seven deep dish pizzas on top of each other, how many times do you think she had to come down with that sword there to cut in half? Um, Probably I'll give you one. Yeah. Uh, did anybody else notice or did they enjoy the part where a man of Waller, you know, Waller gives Bruce the the file and he's flipping through it and he see you know she has the whole dossier of uh, Aquaman, Flash. The trunkler. I, I, I see that. Oh, witches. Oh, that was pretty <laughs> cool. And the fact that uh, that they hinted that Waller knows who Bruce Wayne is. Dude, wouldn't it have been awesome if like she hands him that, and it's just like all like twenty fucking deleted scenes, and he just flips <laughs> through them. <laughs> <laughs> A new movie. <laughs> I